Now, of course, I want you to listen to this episode of The Breakdown. But more than anything else, I want you to stop what you're doing and go right now to FreeJuliusJones.com. Stop what you're doing. Oklahoma is scheduled to execute an innocent man. His name is Julius Jones. Today I'll tell you his story. But more than anything else, I am asking, I am begging you, interrupt your day. Give me a few minutes of your time and go to FreeJuliusJones.com. Do it right now and then come back later and listen to the rest of this podcast. This is Sean King and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown. Okay, so you're back here, and I'm assuming that meant that you went to FreeJuliusJones.com. Now, when you get there, if you cheated and just started listening anyways or continued listening anyways, when you get there, there are two requests that I have. First, I want you to fill out what we call a super petition. It's an action petition. When you fill out your email address and zip code, and sign this petition, it autom- it's, It doesn't just go out into the ether. And that's what most petitions do. In fact, most petitions, and, and yeah, I am knocking most petitions, most petitions are just email grabs. And sometimes they package and sell those emails. This is not that. This petition, anytime you fill it out, it automatically emails people that are vital and important decision makers in the case of Julius Jones. So go to freejuliusjones.com right now and fill out the petition. That's the first thing that I want you to do. It's easy. And when you do that, you will also join our volunteer team. And for the next 33 days, we're going to have endless actions as we fight to not only save this man's life, but hopefully, eventually, to get him free. After you do that, you'll notice there's a phone number on the page. And if you've ever been a part of our campaigns over the years for Brianna, for Ahmad, for George Floyd, if you've ever been a part of these campaigns, you know we have a, a tool that we use. If you call this number, and I want you to save it in your phone, save it as Julius Jones, because we're going to keep this number for the next 33 days. We're going to refresh it and change it, and I'm going to explain what that means. But I want you to go now to 405, call now, save this number in your phone, 405-777-7840, 405-777-7840. When you call that number, one of our brilliant staff members from Grassroots Law is going to be there to first explain this case to you, and then she is going to connect you directly to the people that you need to speak to, to let them know that the Board of Pardon and Parole of Oklahoma already voted three to one to commute Julius's sentence from death to life. That was a huge, monumental first step. And I'll tell you all about it in a second. 
And in less than two weeks, there's going to be a clemency hearing where there will be the opportunity to actually free Julius Jones. And that's what we're fighting for, not just to save him from execution, which we want, but to also get this man free. Go to FreeJuliusJones.com right now. Go there, sign the petition. It'll help you join our team, and it will immediately email important people in this case, and then save this number in your phone and call it 405-777-7840. We're going to be using that number every day for the next 33 days. When I was 19, Julius was 19. We're the same age. And in 1999, I was student government president at Morehouse College. We have been fighting, started fighting for justice for Amadou Diallo, beautiful, brilliant black man, young black man who was also about our age, who was shot and killed by police in New York by the NYPD, committed no crime, broke no law, completely innocent. A horrible, horrible moment in in New York history. We were fighting for justice for James Byrd, who had a black man that had literally been lynched in Jasper, Texas. And unbeknownst to me and my friends and, and unbeknownst to the activist community, you got to remember this was before social media. And so, like, everything was, I mean, we were grassroots for real. I'd never heard of Julius Jones. He was 19, like us. He was a college student at the University of Oklahoma and was eventually, in 1999, as a 19-year-old teenage boy, was arrested, charged, convicted for murder. That From the very day he was arrested, that he stated he had nothing to do with. And sentenced to death. And I never heard about it. it. You know, news didn't go viral in 1999 at the speed in which in which it does in 2021. It's it's a different world. Uh, you know, I, I t- even talk about this in my book. It was it was days, at least days after Amadou Diallo was killed that we heard about it, and it might have been weeks. News traveled like that way slower just back in 1999. And I never heard about the injustice of what happened in Oklahoma. And I, I want to say, as I say in every, every murder case that I am ever a part of, in one way or another, if I'm supporting a victim of police violence, like in the case of Breonna Taylor, or a victim of racial injustice, like in the case of Ahmaud Arbery, or if we are supporting someone that we believe has been wrongly convicted, there is a victim in this case. And my heart, and I I mean this earnestly, um, my heart always grieves for victims of violence of any kind. A young father in Oklahoma was shot and killed in 1999. And Julius has always said that he had no part in the shooting. And there is so much wrong with this case. Let me tell you 
not only what's wrong, but how wrong it is. The Board of Pardon and Parole in Oklahoma is a five-member board that makes recommendations for pardon and parole. I mean, I know that's obvious, but they, rev- they deeply review cases. And in a place like Oklahoma, very much like in Texas and other deeply conservative states, that board is completely controlled by conservatives. They've been appointed by conservatives. So you have a five-person conservative board. They voted three to one just less than a month ago to remove the death penalty from Julius's case because they said they had grave concerns about it. Let me, let me pause there because that in and of itself is something that you rarely see. In states with the death penalty, rarely does, when you have a state with the death penalty, you can almost guarantee that that state is conservative. Uh, you can normally guarantee that it's controlled by conservative white people. And you can almost always conclude that they're executing black people. Like the, those equations are very painful and very real. Where there is the death penalty, there are conservative white people in power. And the disproportionate number of people being executed are black men by the conservative white men who normally refuse to stop such an execution. The Board of Pardon and Paroles less than a month ago said, no, no, no. We recommend three to one. I say this as a form of speculation. One member recused himself, Scott Williams, who I've known for a very long time. Scott recused himself. It, it was expected that Scott probably would have also voted to stop this death penalty and that it probably would have been a four to one vote. And but Scott recused himself because he had some type of personal connection with one of the attorneys in the case. The vote was a three, one majority. And they made this recommendation to the governor of Oklahoma and he has ignored the recommendation. When you have, you'd have to understand 22 years ago, when Julius was convicted for this, his family has fought for 22 years always knowing that at the end of this was, was sitting something so gruesome, an execution so grotesque that it has been barred in almost every single country in the world. Almost every country in the world has banned executions because they are grotesque, because they can be wrong. Study after study after study has already determined that innocent people have been executed in the United States and innocent people are regularly exonerated and removed from death row. And that's what we believe. That's who we believe Julius Jones is. And for 22 years, his family has fought for him, stood by him, defended him. And then at the end of this 22 year period to have the board of pardon and parole say, we recommend in a strong, our conservative board recommends in a 3-1 majority that you not execute this man and that you commute his life 
from death to life with the possibility of parole. And it was a major, major victory. But the governor of Oklahoma has done something disturbing and unprecedented and, you know, I mean, I'll even say disgusting. He's ignored their recommend. This is his board. He appointed three of the members of the board. He is ignoring their recommendation. And late last night, Julius Jones was just placed on what we call death watch. And I have walked many families through this process. It is a painful, painful process where Julius is removed from not only the cell that he has called home, but the corridor, the location in the prison that he has called home and is placed, they call it death watch, but in, in sometimes they call it suicide watch. And, um, you know, it is. And now Julius is 33 days away from execution, is in a place where the lights are on 24 hours a day, where he is closely monitored with police right in his immediate proximity, uh, where he is now being asked to complete some of the most painful, gut-wrenching paperwork and request that you could ever imagine. Julius is being asked, who does he want to be there with him when he's executed? Who does he want to be in the room? Uh, What are his last requests? And many men and women, once they're put on death watch, their anxiety and stress goes up so much that they not only become physically ill, but uh, emotionally their lives are turned upside down as they stare their mortality and possible execution right in the face. I just want you to imagine for a moment if someone told you you're dying in 33 days. And not only told you you're dying, because if, if you were told you were dying in 33 days, you may think, here's all the places I would go, here's all the people I would talk to, here's all the things I would do. Imagine being in prison and, and having someone say, we're killing you in 33 days. That's what Julius is up against. In less than two weeks, there is a new clemency hearing. It's the same board of pardon and parole. And we want you to go now to FreeJuliusJones.com to learn the facts of the case, to learn why the facts of the case were so disturbing, why his defense attorneys were so bad, so deplorable. His defense attorneys had never tried a death penalty case before and never tried another one after it, which is, which gives you an indication of the type of you know, poor quality of defense he received. Go now to freejuliusjones.com and read all about the case. 
read about how the only eyewitness to the case identified someone who did not look like Julius. Read about how another man bragged to multiple people that he was the shooter in this murder case. Read about how a literal member of the jury called Julius the N-word. Imagine executing a man when a member of the jury called Julius the N-word. Come on. What are we talking about here? This needs to be stopped. And we need your help to stop it. I implore you, and I'll close with this. Go to FreeJuliusJones.com and then save this number in your phone. And please, please, please call it today, 405-777-7840. I love you. I appreciate you. We need you. Julius needs you. His family needs you. The people, the wonderful people on the ground in Oklahoma fighting for Julius need you right now as well. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi, this is Ghani Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at the North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. It's the pathway to freedom.